While it may be a natural human instinct, curiosity has often been found lacking in kids these days, even more so in adults, to be honest. But the good news is that there are always ways to make curiosity return to the surface and regain control of our mindset. Ever heard of the science of curiosity? Today, I'm going to dig into the science of curiosity. Susan Engel, author and senior lecturer in psychology, talks about what she calls episodes of curiosity. In her book, The Hungry Mind, The Origins of Curiosity in Childhood, she delves into how learning spaces foster or fail the natural curiosity of children. Her research shows that episodes of curiosity, which are moments characterized by kids asking direct questions, manipulating objects, or intently and directly gazing, occurred 2.36 times in a two-hour stretch in, in kindergarten and only 0.48 times in a fifth grade classroom. What do you think of that rate? Honestly, it's hardly impressive and certainly not the trend we wish to go by if we hope to raise inventors and change makers. And what do we observe in classrooms these days, whether it's virtual or even physical? Do kids even ask random questions anymore? Perhaps yes, but the questions are often limited to content given and often lacking in originality and even imagination. And as creatures born curious, where have we gone? Yes to school, to structured learning where every phenomenon has been labeled and the sense of wonder is not commonplace anymore. In most classrooms, topics are not approached out of curiosity. So the big question is, how do we return to curiosity? How can we welcome wonder, surprise, and mystery back into our lives at a time when knowledge and information is accessed as easily as a click? There are more than a few scientific studies that often found that curiosity goes inversely proportional to age. So what that means is the older we get, the more we are or presumed to know the less curious we are. This might sound matter of fact, but the problem really dwells in its effect on our creative capacity and our learning attitudes and behaviors. You see, curiosity and innovation are byproducts of a curious mind. They may seem commonplace or even common sense, nonetheless, I want to outline the clear benefits of curiosity. One, curiosity keeps your, keep your, keeps your eyes open. As a result, you get to discover more and learn better. The, you, know, you, you get to ask questions for the sake of knowing, not merely to answer an exam or even a test. You grow your capacity to understand how pieces of knowledge attach their meaning to things. In this way, what you come to know would be meaningful, relevant, and even useful. Two, curiosity is your ticket to youthfulness and adventure. 
Observe a toddler or a young child. I spend a lot of time with kids and you get to see how children interact with the world. They engage with their surroundings through their senses and by asking questions. If you want to experience things as if for the first time and nurture a sense of newness now and then, crave curiosity. It makes you interested in others and interesting to them. There is a line that says, nothing is interesting to someone who is not interested. What a waste of possibilities if you shut off your senses even before the world could surprise you. Keep this ticket to wonder tucked safe in the forefront of your consciousness. Remember, the most interesting people are the most or are those who have genuine interest in others. So how do we return to curiosity? I'd like to propose a few ideas. And the first being, be suspicious of what you know. Find a gap in your knowledge or a space for amplified meaning or expanded application of a concept. Challenge your deep convictions and questions widely. Accepted notions. This way, you really flex your curiosity muscles. Two, be like a child, you know, be childlike. I'm not saying be childish, but be childlike. And what that means is if you can cultivate a practice where you bracket off your preconceived ideas and you suspend your conceptual knowledge of things and leave a wide open space in your eyes for wonder, you will find that the world is still charged with fascinating and enhancing and enchanting things. The legendary figures of history have always trusted their imaginative instincts. It fed their invention. And this is echoed by none other than Albert Einstein himself who said, imagination is more important than knowledge. The third thing I'd like to propose is to be attentive, even crave chance, even be attentive, even crave chance encounters, sparks of presence and vibrancy. Perhaps the cues to the next big find are not hidden away. They're only slightly obscured underneath the surface of familiar things. So look closer and try to see with a wider perspective and surprise yourself. The fourth thing being, be asking every day. Create a questions diary if you have to. Just make it a habit to come up with new questions every single day. This is something that I've started to do actually. And honestly, you know, the way that you come up with the questions might even have an opportunity to change your life. So change your questions and you might surprise yourself by changing your life as well. And the last thing I'd like to say is be a curious character. Make it your identity. Walk around with a need to learn and let people know that curiosity is your currency. There is no secret sauce to maintaining curiosity. You know, we, we should all perpetually seek out how to dwell in wonder. Make it a lifelong habit and perfect it to a science. 
That's the end of my rant, and I really hope that this talk satisfied your curiosity. Perhaps it will inspire you to unleash the wondering child that's right within you all along. When things seem ordinary and predictable, we change how we see. I hope you enjoyed this, and if you haven't already, please leave us a review and subscribe, and we'll see you next week. Have a wonderful day.